BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan, and if this is your first time, I also introduce musicians. And so this is Justin Peter Kinkleschuster. He's been on the show. You can find that under JPKS and Spencer Thomas at the Sunstroke House. This is his song called Name What You Are. When we were young, we were kind to ourselves, crashing in kitchens and God how we smell. We couldn't imagine a future that held It's a hard, hard thing to believe in yourself And harder still when money is on the line And while you're waiting on the answer the question Falls to the side Though you're walking Try to remember When someone gave you a ride While you're working Building your mansion Someplace away in the sky Though Don't know how why 
Startville, Mississippi at Soulflower Healing Arts Studios, and I have with me Mickey Bryant, the founder and genesis of Soulflower, and Lisa Harris, who does Reiki work here, and so we'll start with Mickey, and so why Soulflower, and why is it here, what is the purpose, and what is it providing to the community? Okay, well, I'm, I'm very grateful to be here with you. Thank you, Alan, for the invitation. Um, yes, ma'am. I'm always looking for another opportunity to get this information out to to people who could benefit from our services and um, that's a great service that you're doing so thank you very much mm-hmm. um, so I, my name is Mickey and I am a licensed professional counselor to start with and um, Soulflower it was born from my private counseling practice and um, and uh, I knew when I started into private practice and when I was in that one room office that I wanted to be able to provide more. Mm-hmm. And so from there, I stepped out on a limb and said, um, uh, I want to, to provide something that is, um, has been beneficial to me personally. And walked into walked through the doors here at the studio on April 1st 2017 mm-hmm. I was the only person in the building until about July and uh, from there um, we started offering classes and workshops and providing other services so we'll I think we'll talk more about those other services as we go on but, mm-hmm. um, but um, I guess that gives you a little bit of background on on how we got started okay and now, Miss Lisa. Well, I am Lisa. I am the new kid on the block. I actually um, ended up here when I applied for a job at another place. And that job mentioned that I was an energy worker and Reiki master. And did I did not get that job. And I was sad. But they forwarded my um, resume to Mickey. Mm-hmm. And I got a call out of the blue asking if I wanted to be the office boss, the office coordinator here. And I came in and immediately felt home. And then in talking with Mickey and some of the other ladies here, it was brought up that this would be a good place for me to practice my energy work as well. Mm -hmm. So I kind of have two hats here. I work the front office and then I have my own practice. Okay. And so as... um... Soulflower became established in the community. Um, 
what did, what did that kind of look like at the beginning as far as uh, getting people aware of what was being offered? Uh, what did that look like? Okay. We, um, well, you know, we were, our intention was to provide alternatives to traditional types of um, therapies for people. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's really kind of the basis for the, the name that it's a healing arts studio. So we're, we wanted to bring in um, and incorporate a variety of modalities that weren't necessarily ther considered therapeutic in you know official therapeutic interventions mm -hmm. and but are therapeutic in nature and so our first the first office boss who was here um, she and I sat down and started making a plan for um, uh, providing some services that were not what would would be considered therapy. A lot of times people are hesitant to come in for things like, um, you know, psychotherapy for counseling, but they are willing and looking for a community kind of experience. Right. And so um, I know that we will have Melissa joining us a little bit later in, in, in our visit tonight, and uh, she'll be able to speak about that. Um, and so actually the class that she is an instructor for here was one of the very first ones that, that we started. Okay, and uh, we'll, we'll wait for Melissa on that. Uh, the only thing, I, that was the first thing that I got involved with here. Yeah. And uh, the I'll say this and we'll say it again when Melissa was uh, immediately walking in the door uh, 15 minutes before the class started, uh, there was this already this idea of community. Like it was there, mm -hmm. like everyone who was showing up it was uh, hugs, big mm -hmm. hugs, you know, mm -hmm. good to see you, what you've been up to since last time. And to get in there and got sit down, we got to writing. And people were, it was like nine of us sitting down. It was a little yeah. lot of people. Yeah. And uh, everybody was open. Yeah. And uh, I mean, just first time coming in here and meeting you and uh, just the rundown of the place and mm -hmm. uh, the mood. Like right when you walk in, you're either going to, you, I just, like everything that was outside, it felt like it just got left out there. And that's that's kind of yeah. the atmosphere that this place uh, vibes. Yeah, well, I'm I'm very glad to hear that because that was that's what I was about to ask you was what was your experience of walking into to a class where people did already know each other mm -hmm. and they were they were greeting each other and and checking in, and here you are walking in you haven't met some of these right people Didn't, before. the only one I knew how was did, uh, Melissa you yeah know, the teacher. How did that feel for you, though? Yeah, it was it was fine because the people that were there. I mean, um, you know, it's kind of the same thing. It's like what you would say is, uh, I wouldn't be very receptive if I'm being transparent, like yeah. to say that I'm going to counseling or therapy because yeah. a lot of people are ashamed of that. Mm -hmm. Right. But mm -hmm. it's okay to say that I'm going to a creative writing course. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't feel any kind of, I guess, shame about that. Yeah. And so it's it's. It's untraditional, but it works. Yeah. And it was tarot card night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I have never done anything with that, so I need to save some of that for Melissa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, <laughs> it's, it was fine. And like walking in there, a room full of strangers, immediately felt right at home. Beautiful. And that, um, I'd love to speak to that um, because that right there is the core of Soul Flower, mm -hmm. is the community. Mm -hmm. um, there's... There's so much research that shows that the greatest healing happens 
The greatest transformation happens in community, in groups. And so everything that we do is focused on that community experience. Mm-hmm. Um, our, uh, our, I'll say, I'll call it staff, but our staff, our instructors, our practitioners, we are a community. Mm-hmm. And, and so we work really hard to, which it's really not hard, I would say. It's, I mean, um, but we, but we really work to have a healthy community and be the healthy community that we are wanting to facilitate mm-hmm. for the greater community. Yeah, and just to open this up, if you are in the Startwood area and you've invited me for this uh, lunch with a bunch, yes, yes, uh, I'd like to talk about that with you for a while. Okay, um, great. So, mm-hmm. last Friday of the month, first, first Friday, first so, Friday. So, so yes. So this coming Friday. Friday. This coming yes. Friday. Yes. Um, and that is a very relaxed. It's a BYOL. Bring your own lunch. <laughs> yeah. And two of our members that we have um, very affectionately, um, instead of calling them members, now we call them our ambassadors. Um, they're very committed and, and a very integral part of building and, and sustaining this, supporting this community. They host that once a month, and it's just a, an opportunity for people just to come in, bring your lunch, relax, and chat. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they'll um, sometimes they'll have someone come in. I think Lisa may yeah, be coming I think in. That and this Friday, um, I'll be uh, giving a little bit of a um, synopsis of what I do here mm-hmm. and the services and and some of the workshops that I'm going to be hosting this month and everything. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just a chance to, to connect with people who, for, for people who may be a little bit hesitant, you know, it, it can be overwhelming to, mm-hmm. to, you know, walk into a new place. Sure. And uh, so it's an opportunity for people to come to an event. There's no fee attached. It's, it's strictly just um, whatever, if you're buying your lunch, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but bringing your lunch and visiting and connecting with people, some who come here regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, but to learn about the studio and what we have to offer and to experience that, that community like that you were talking about. Right. Yeah, it's very low-key and very personal because you can sit and talk one-on-one with someone who maybe it offers a service that you're curious about, but you're hesitant to actually try. Or skeptical, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And it gives you a chance on a, a one-on-one basis to get to know the the well we call them guides here which is brilliant mm-hmm. um, Mickey she is the genesis but she's very clear that we're a community and we work together in building this there is no one over Lord you know no boss that yeah. points it and this is what we're doing it's very much um, an open door kind of a thing mm-hmm. camaraderie team yes mm-hmm. yes it's very collaborative. All right, and uh, to open up a little bit about the books uh, out here and, oh, yeah. you know, the monthly Oops. read and yes. how mm-hmm. did that start up and where did that come from? So um, our two members who host Lunch with the Bunch mm-hmm. um, approached me um, right around Christmas last year, a, a year ago, and said, what would you think about a lending library? And... Um, so I, I said I would love to have one. I, it's been a dream since I opened my private practice to be able to have one, but it just it just hasn't been something I've been able to get to. So they started right then, and 
Um, they went out and collected, donated, and purchased books to get started. And um, we've had um, many people to come in and donate. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it, it's a service that you know, anybody can come in. You could come in, anybody yeah. listening to the podcast, anybody can come in and check out a book. There's no time limit. There's no fee. Um, and our, actually our writing class, I think, became, it's kind of started discussing how it would be nice to have a, a book, mm -hmm. a book club. And so we, um, we do have the Soulflower Book Club that meets once a month. It meets on a Sunday morning once a month. Um, and they select a, a book to uh to read and to focus on and it's a very that too is very relaxed there's no mm -hmm. structure as far as you have to read this much they mm -hmm. just have open discussions around these yeah books. i overheard them talking about it you know last time i was here for the uh the writing uh -huh. and uh you know one joke was i've already read it it was yeah. like dude we just got that book this week <laughs> yeah. you, and he's like i haven't even started and i was like well you didn't really start last time either you know, yeah. it's, it's just kind of going back and forth, you know. And, yeah. And, like, the choices, um, I, I like, sometimes it's, it seems like it's about worldview and then uh -huh. spirituality. Yes, and, mm -hmm. yes. They're titles you're not going to necessarily find at the Starkville Public Library. They're mm -hmm. uh, still a wide range of topics on spirituality, um, psychology. Yeah, personal, personal development. Personal development, yes, mm -hmm. self-help, that sort of thing, just something for anyone who's seeking something a little outside the box spiritually speaking or sure. mental health wise mm -hmm. yeah and that was one thing that i was noticing just about the library too and uh that's something that uh, i have been challenging myself uh for three four years because i found myself i i thought i was and i was i didn't think i knew i was in the echo chamber mm -hmm. um and i needed to get out of that and so i was like man i gotta open up my mind and so, Miss Lisa, I wanted to go into talking about uh, Reiki and okay. uh, your background and how all that started and what it is. Okay. Well, what Reiki is, is Reiki is a Japanese healing art um, that falls under the umbrella of healing touch therapy. Um, and it is basically, in a nutshell, it's just a really simplified definition, would be working with the universal energy, some people call that God, some people would call it the creative source, the universe. It's working with that energy and the energy that we are made of, your personal energy body, um, to promote a sense of well-being and to allow your body to respond better to the other healthy habits that we have, whether that's healthy eating and exercising or whether that's, that is talking with a therapist, or modern medicine for physical ailments. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually recently been accepted by things like the Veterans Affairs. They now cover and recognize things like Reiki as beneficial for things like post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. And a lot of hospitals use it with their patients who are going through chemotherapy because, again, it, it puts yourself in a more receptive mode to traditional therapies yeah and so um miss lisa was kind enough to give me a energy shower mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like it was it was cool as you were going through and like going over the different parts and like what it meant and like 
by the time you got to the root, it like I, I told you, it felt mm-hmm. like a faucet was turned on. Mm-hmm. You could like literally nothing was there. You could right. you can't see it. Some people can, but yes, yeah, <laughs> it looks kind of like a heat wave on a road in a on a hot summer day. Oh yeah, day. okay. So yeah, some people actually can. But, yeah, but, and it, it just felt like a, it was like I had a waterfall coming mm-hmm. out the bottom. But, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And like as you were going through and like touching the different areas and like at the bottom, you weren't even touching it, but I felt like you were. Mm-hmm. Like that was you know, and mm-hmm. so it's. Yeah. Uh, from a spiritual aspect of it, I, I was telling you about um, when I was a toddler, mm-hmm, young, mm-hmm. sick baby, and I uh, was taken uh, to a nun. And the moment she laid hands on me, my mother and grandmother said, you're healed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And was. Mm-hmm. And so whatever that ailment was, it was gone. And so I've never had an issue with... Um, you know, touch or anything of that nature, and it didn't matter what religion it came from, right. or non-religious. Right, right. Um, but I do understand that there's a lot of skepticism out there. There is, there is. Um, healing touches something that sort of spans all different religions. Uh, I mean, from Christianity, which mm-hmm. is the dominant religion in the South, especially um, the the excuse me, the Pentecostal movement. They do laying on of hands. Um, it's all the same basic principle, mm-hmm. and um, it's the same basic principle like when babies are born prematurely, they've now found that touch is definitely something that is healing. Um, so for me, it can be very spiritual, but it can also be very scientific, mm-hmm. and um, I have had skeptics come in. Um, I had one skeptic come in, and we were working on their heart chakra, Mm -hmm. and their heart chakra was very energetic, and on my hand, it felt like um, a mild electric shock, like a prolonged, you know, when you have a static electricity, it was like that, but prolonged, and they opened their eyes and said it felt like their pet was sleeping on their chest, even though I was a good seven or eight inches off Mm -hmm. their chest. And what that is, is it's, you're actually becoming aware of energy that's already there. Mm-hmm. But by working with it, um, it's bringing it to your conscious awareness. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's opening up your, your mind to it and then right. being a conduit. Right, right, right. And what you were feeling through the bottom of your feet, the palms of our hands and the bottom of our feet have these, some people call them chakras, uh, some people call them energy vortexes. But it's just, it's where a lot of the nerve endings meet. Mm-hmm. And so you were literally feeling the energy coming out of there um, from those, that center point in your feet. Yeah. And that bringing you into an awareness of that. Yeah, cool. And so just like how Reiki started, you were sharing a little bit about the Reiki. The guy who yes. was following monks. Reiki um, was started by a man named Yusui. Mikao, excuse me, Mikao Yusui in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a physician and he was a lifelong scholar of all things healing. And he had watched the Buddhist monks and in some of the things that they were able to do. And he had heard the stories from the Christian missionaries about Jesus and Paul and how they would lay their hands on people and heal them. And so he became extremely interested mm-hmm. in this. And like I t- told you earlier, the stories become sort of big fish tales. Right. But the simplified version was that he went on a fast 
and had a literal mountaintop experience. Um, he was let down by it, didn't feel like he had learned anything. But as he was coming down the mountain, he rolled his ankle. And he instantly, like we all do, put his hand on himself and his ankle was healed. And so he's sort of the grandfather of it. He's the one who brought that um, energy work into the uh, consciousness of the Japanese healing arts um, and over time it became a little more westernized mm -hmm. but yeah that's where that was um, that kind of Reiki was started there are yeah. other styles of Reiki um, that branched off of there but he was the one who started the ball rolling yeah and I guess just as far as like uh, the skeptics that have come in and if you know oh Wow, this is real. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, have they come back, or like, what? What is that exchange like next time you come? A in couple of with them, them have, um, and then I've talked to a couple of them afterwards, and they found the experience extremely relaxing. Mm -hmm. um, they've uh, they've said things like, "I felt like I had taken a nap, even though I didn't go to sleep," or um, "I felt like I had let go of all the things that were bothering me." Um, and it's been a real positive feedback mm -hmm. from everyone. And I do offer a, just a little consultation, a 15 minute consultation that people can come in and get just a little sample of what it's like, sure. um, so that they can test their own skepticisms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess that's the hardest part, right? Is just getting them in the door. It's unfamiliar, so yeah. It is, and you know, the, the other piece to that, um, I would say, as far as getting people in the door, is more, I, I feel like our role here is education, is, um, you know, educating people and kind of being that um, translator, mm -hmm. you know, because a lot of this can, it, it, there, there are things that people in our area are not very familiar with, mm -hmm. and so, you know, it'd be really easy for for us to stay in that place you know, of using the jargon and, and you know, and, um, but that, that kind of creates the hesitation, that, you know, the, the, the nervousness and the anxiety mm -hmm. around it. And so um, everybody here who is a, um, one of our guides, in, um, we don't just provide a service we are also receivers of the services that we provide. Yes. And so that's what makes it um, so authentic and easy for us to be able to put it into terms that make sense, you know? Right. So, you know, for Lisa to talk about Reiki and for you to have this experience, you can, you know, you, it, it may seem unnerving if she can't speak to you in a way that you understand it in terms that you understand. Right. But when she's had the experience herself, you know, doing the healing work mm -hmm. um, for herself in that way, she's able to be able to say, well, this is, this is all that this is. Mm -hmm. right. This is what it looks like in your everyday walking around life. This is the right. same thing as, right. you know. It can be spiritual, but it can be very just mm -hmm. basic science and physics, you yeah. know, depending on your own filter yeah. and right. your own worldview. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as you were going through the different... Uh, Reiki, I guess, positions. Yes. yes. Uh, you were talking about, like, uh, like when you got down to the stomach, you was mm -hmm. like, 
digestive tract. And I was like, makes sense. Mm-hmm. You, you were kind yeah. of like, you ever get trust your gut? Mm-hmm. Butterflies mm-hmm. in your stomach yep. when, you, you yep. know, when you're in love? That's that. And I was yep. like, makes sense. Yes. Perfect sense. Yeah. Yes. And, and that, so when you go to a place and I got a bad feeling, well, trust, yes. trust your gut. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the things that I'm really consciously aware of when I'm giving somebody a session who's not familiar Mm -hmm. is to walk you through what's going on to walk you through why I'm using the positions that I'm using Mm -hmm. and how that relates to your physical body and your experience as a human being and all of the aspects that are you Mm -hmm. emotional spiritual and mental as well as physical right yeah Yeah. and so that's um uh I think that's a, a, a big piece of what um, what we're here to do is, you know, like you talked about walking into walking into this place, brand, you know, having a brand new experience, coming into the writing class, or um, you know, the, the first time you came here to for us just to, to visit, meet just to meet, yeah. yeah. Um, it's we could we could spend a lot of time talking about all of the technical therapeutic terms that are associated mm-hmm. with that uh-huh. or we could just we could just be that right you know and and let the experience be what it is and so um, that's why I go back to the um, the fact that the greatest healing happens in community you know a group of people coming together they could have the same experience they you know, they could I guess have the same go through the same activity or exercise and have everybody have their own individual experience with it well people come here and they come to the classes and workshops and they come with their experiences and those experiences are welcome so there are no judgments right um, there's no um, separation it's a very, um, it's it's very much an open, welcoming, supportive environment, and uh, so that's one of the things that that I hear, right? Um, you know, the comments that I hear from people, regardless of what they engage in here. Right. One of the things that if you're sitting there thinking, well, we do meditation classes on Tuesday night, and if you're sitting there thinking, well, I meditate at home, I don't need to go to a meditation class. I've done that. Let me tell you, I've meditated for years, mm-hmm. and it's a totally different experience when you're doing it with a group of people. And I actually came to my first one here at the studio this past Tuesday, and Mickey was leading it. And afterwards, we were talking about our experiences, and it was really neat to just be part of that experience together. You know, just sharing it and hearing other people going, oh, yeah, that's similar to what I was feeling or what I was experiencing. Mm -hmm. It validates it. And it just adds layers that you couldn't get Mm -hmm. doing it by yourself. Right. And just to plug a little bit about your social media is um, just some of the posts. uh, It's good education right there, like Mm -hmm. snapshot of the meditation room Mm -hmm. and just some of the benefits Mm -hmm. uh, that comes from meditation. Mm -hmm. Uh, and some of the, the intention uh, plan that uh, y'all have, are, is it still going? Is it, is it over now? Oh, no, that's still going on. Yeah, the intention project. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so to, to highlight a little bit about that, while we're on meditation, then we'll go to uh, the intention. But 
uh, why meditate? Why, I mean, why offer that here? Well, um, you know, like what Lisa was talking about, the one of the things I just kind of wanted, wanted to add this to what she was saying um, here, whether you've meditated for years, you've been, whether it's been a practice, um, whether you've had that meditation practice regularly, sporadically, or you have never even heard of meditation. Um, you can come in, in uh, come into one of our classes and have an experience and start, you know, start developing your, your own meditation practice. Mm -hmm. And there are so many benefits. Uh, there's mm -hmm. a, a big body of neuroscientific research that is fleshing out all of the, the physical, mental, emotional benefits to spending five minutes a day mm -hmm. in meditation. Um, you know, medical practitioners are seeing this research and now they're starting to prescribe it to their, right. you know, as part of their treatment protocols. So. What's crazy about meditation to me is like a lot of the things that it helps you with are things that are really being highlighted in our culture today mm -hmm. that people are struggling with. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think it's because yes. instead of just taking the time and a deep breath to just chill out, mm -hmm. you're on the phone mm -hmm. being frustrated by uh, trying to keep up with the Joneses or whatever, whatever it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe one of our posts said trauma changes your brain but the good news is so does meditation it changes your brain yes. chemistry it changes mm -hmm. the way the synapses and neurons are firing and you can actually see this mm -hmm. on scans the difference between a brain that's stressed out and a brain that's meditating mm -hmm. yeah i mean the the to me one of the most amazing things or and and, and most exciting things about it is that you know this neuroscientific research is showing all that but what it's telling us is that we are all neuroscientists. We are all able to mm -hmm. do something as simple as what you just said. Taking a minute to take a deep breath, slow down, mm -hmm. and come in, you know, just come into your body. Just let yourself be aware of what's happening in your body. That's a, that's a meditation practice right there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just starting to kind of establish that pattern you're changing the neuropathways in your brain mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how you respond, you know, how, how the limbic system is responding to, you know, whether you're moving, whether you're in that fight, flight, stress mode or shutdown mode or coming back to that place of calm, centered balance. And so that's, you know, that's one of the things that we focus on when, when we have our meditation classes. And it's also kind of, it's woven into um, really all Everything. of our, yes. all of our workshops and classes that we have here. Mm -hmm. There's some aspect or some meditative practice that's woven in um, to, um, you know, to support that overall sense of well-being. And it affects your daily life in the littlest and biggest things. If you are in a stressed out state and somebody rear ends you, your reaction is going to be completely different than if you're in a state of wellness and relaxed mm -hmm. mindset mm -hmm. and um, a Zen place, if you will. Right. You're going to physically and mentally and emotionally react differently to the same stressors, mm -hmm. depending on the chemicals that your brain's releasing right. and everything else yeah so it's working on the prefrontal cortex that's the that's the part of our brain that's right inside our that's our forehead yeah. and so 
um, you know, that that is the part of our brain that has to do with judgment. And and when I say judgment, not criticism, but mm, decision decision making and, and yes. logical thinking, seeing the big picture. Yeah. Of and things. When, and if you take, um, I love um, Dr. Dan Siegel. He's um, he is a psychiatrist and has done a um, a lot of work with um, mindfulness and um, and and taking that brain research and and making it. Um, or creating programs that help, especially children, because that's who he works with primarily, um, to change their brain. And so he, he does a lovely um, uh, demonstration where he takes the hand and, sh- and he uses the hand to um, represent different parts of the brain. Mm-hmm. And at the end, you know, he's kind of going through and he says, when you fold your fingers over, this is your prefrontal cortex. And you'll notice that it touches every other part of the brain and so when that part of the brain is stimulated and calmed that's how it affects every other part of the brain and so when we are working with meditative practices that's what we're doing Mm -hmm. we're using that the power of that Mm -hmm. to to change our brains right and so to talk about the intention project um, mm-hmm. So where did that come from? And just for those, I mean, this is easy. You can go to Soul Flyers Facebook page, and you mm-hmm. can you can plug right along. You can start back at day one, yeah, or whatever it is you need to do. So a little bit about that. So the intention project is um, it's actually a project by one of um, one of my teachers and colleagues, and um, his name is Michael Malone. And Michael is, um, he used to live here in Mississippi. He Now he comes back to Mississippi every so often to, to teach and to offer some classes. And, um, and uh, he offers really um, uh, amazing, um, I mean, profound work um, with his clients, but he offers classes from time to time. And they're, um, and so this is this was his brainchild he said i wanted to make this available to everybody just so there's no fee um but it's the idea of getting into the field of intention really um looking at and becoming conscious of how we are living our lives you know are we are we living it according to these negative subconscious thought patterns and beliefs um, and what is that creating in our life? Or are we re- willing to, to change those, become aware of those and change those? Mm-hmm. And so, it's, so it is a 21-day process that is intended to, your, the way that he designed it was that you would go through the 21 days um, three times. And each time you go through the, the process, you go a little deeper into it. Mm-hmm. And I love the way it started out. Um, he, he started the first day it's and well let me just back up each each day there's a video that's posted and the um, the videos are anywhere from 8 to 12 minutes I think most of them are like 8 or 9 minutes mm-hmm. and it's just a, a, a message and he does a little teaching with it and, and encourages you to write down the, the title of the lesson and take it with you throughout the day Sometimes he gives questions. Sometimes he gives you know some thought, some some strategies. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the first day started out with a Pablo Picasso 
quote that every act of creation begins as an act of destruction. And so looking at how that is operating in your life and, Mm -hmm. you know, so, um, yeah, so I've been, we've been sharing that on our Facebook page because we wanted to make that available to all of our, um, to all of our community. And, uh, it's a very, um, it's been very well received. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very well received. That's, that's just one thing about, uh, hosting the show. And like when I was talking about leaving the echo chamber, that was something that I I wanted to be more intentional and I wanted to be uh, surrounding myself uh, with people who didn't believe what I necessarily believed. Mm. And I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. And even if they're not okay with what I believe, Mm -hmm. you know, we need to accept each other and let's learn from each other. Mm -hmm. And so like a lot of people that I've had on the show in the past, we don't have a whole lot in common. Maybe we're both musicians, and mm-hmm. that might be as far as it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I want to know what makes them tick. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, just the, the heart of it, like how, because in the little, you know, the Southern Baptist Echo Chamber, man, it's like it's easy to just, well, here I am, thirty years old, and well, I'm just a closed-minded. I just mm-hmm. tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to be that way. Yeah. And so, like that intent, that's kind of what I'm gathering there. Is like from the intention, it's just. Open yourself up to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. opening yourself up. That's exactly right. Opening yourself to a new way of being, mm-hmm. which is another theme around here. Mm-hmm. Is you know that um, we are that that we want to be one of those places where people can feel um, comfortable opening themselves to a new way of being, a new way of thinking, a new way of connecting, um, and. And doing that through connection with people of all walks of life. Right. You're not going to be judged here whether you're brought up Southern Baptist or you have alternative um, religious beliefs. Or no beliefs. Or no beliefs, exactly. Um, We, your, your sexual identity, your gender, your race, your religion... None of that matters here. What matters here is having the, com- yeah, the connectivity and healing and growing as individuals, but also as the collection of working together. Mm-hmm. Great. Yes. Well, we got Miss Melissa Duncan with us now. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, we said a lot of great things about you uh, earlier. So oh, you thank get, you. We've got to back them up now. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see if they can do that. <laughs> All right. So Melissa teaches uh, the creative writing here. Yeah. Um, it's, so it's called Writing for Healing, and it really um, kind of just helps people process through um, whatever they're dealing with. We have a variety of different topics that we cover um, from very depressing things, um, talking about deaths, um, to very lighthearted and good things, talking about our different strengths and, um, and just positive, positive stuff. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I started, I started, uh, Mickey allowed for me to start teaching that about a year and some months ago, and it has probably helped me more than anybody else that's been coming to it. I really, really, really appreciate it. And I do believe it's helped the people who, who come to it as well. But um, I can say, <laughs> I, I can speak to that. Okay. That was one of my first comments. Was That was the first class that I came to here. Yeah. And it was um, the culture that you really helped nourish. And uh, the fact that there was nine, ten people that night and everybody read. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've, I've been very happy with that. I never want anybody to feel pressured into reading because I know um, I know how nerve-wracking that can be just to read your own work uh, out loud. And um, But I very much encourage everybody to come. I tell people they can write a grocery list if they want to. I don't really care like what they write or in what style they write in. Um, we have one woman who writes beautiful poetry. We have a couple of other people who have actually started writing poetry um, as, as their means of getting that across. And then we have other people who just list things out. And I think that that's great too. It just allows your either your pain or your positivity to have a voice. And you just get to kind of leave stuff on the floor and walk away uh, from it either way. And it is a really encouraging environment. Everybody is very, very loving and I love it. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I mean, even for writers out there, if they wanted to improve their writing game, it's a great place to cultivate that as well. But I mean, also like, uh, I had never been around tarot cards. Okay, yeah. And so I, like I saw, you know, the, the post on social media that day that, oh, we're doing tarot tonight. And I was yeah. like, Never been around that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one definitely um, was a bit different for me as well. I just started working with tarot about um, six months ago, so I'm definitely a baby when it comes to that. But I find it very challenging sometimes to come up with different writing prompts, um, and so and I, I want it. I want it to always be something interesting and engaging. And tarot kind of challenges you. Um, to look into different parts of yourself that you probably wouldn't have before. Um, so that was that was definitely an interesting prompt that we'll probably try again later on. But yeah, yeah that was it was a good one. I think, I think the remark was, I didn't think it was going to come out this positive. <laughs> right, <laughs> absolutely. I was, I was trying to prepare people that, um, because I also work with affirmation decks a little bit, and those are always like very positive and uplifting. And, um, and so that's what I know like my group is used to um, is whenever we pull out those decks, we're used to getting something kind of happy and good and um, tarot is not like that all the time <laughs> like there is like a very good balance of positive things but it can definitely get dark uh, pretty quickly <laughs> right. so, so I would see that tower was, card <laughs> right right exactly I was so glad that um, that the collective draw that we did for the group um, was was a nice a nice one to ease everybody into that introduction to tarot instead of yeah. immediately pulling you know the devil and death and all of that <laughs> kind of stuff so, yeah well I you don't mind me jumping in on um, what I hear from people about the class, um, the the meditation class this past Tuesday. Um, we had a couple who mm -hmm. had just um, they've just kind of gotten started here with some different with some services, and um, so they've they jumped in right away. Their first thing that they they jumped into was. Um, Melissa's writing for healing class and this was the second week that they had had been here and both of them shared what a difference mm -hmm. how how different you know that they they both had had really have um, struggled with stress and feeling anxious and especially feeling uncomfortable in social situations and that after just the two weeks of coming to the two core classes that we offer weekly, that they both felt so much better. They felt so welcome. They felt so at home. Mm 
mm-hmm. and um, and it's really made a huge difference for them. And and so that's just one example of um, of the the effects or what yeah. people are getting, the therapeutic effects that people are getting from from Melissa's writing class. I mean, I, I hear comment after comment after comment. So there was, uh, I mean, after that first night of being there and, you know, cranking up my truck and sitting the notebook down and it just felt like, well, it's all right there on the paper. I don't have to carry that anymore. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I get to walk away from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I mean, like some of the, some of the writers in there, they can write. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Downright beautiful stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and we were all writing about the same thing, you know, and I was like, I don't even know how you got there. <laughs> yeah. But that's cool. One yeah. of the most beautiful yeah. things I've ever heard about the writing class was from one of our ambassadors. Mm. And she was saying that she likened it to having a still life um, drawings being done. You have the topic sitting there in the middle. And you're writing from your perspective on that topic. But then as you go around the room, you're hearing, well, I didn't see that bunch of grapes over there, but yeah. Yeah. Or it's just, it makes it interesting. Right, right, right. To see that different people can have a similar, similar subject matter, but through their own filters, it can be different. And then that enriches your own experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're holding the space, Melissa, for people to become vulnerable enough mm-hmm. to to share. And, um, you know, there's just been a, a great deal of very, I would say, profound therapeutic experiences um, during the class with people becoming comfortable enough, feeling safe enough to really share some of those things that are, that, that, um, that they would not, that they wouldn't necessarily even want to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. That they spend a lot of their energy trying to avoid, and, and you know, avoid the discomfort. Yeah. And sure. um, and so being able to, to have a place where they can express it, talk about it, and everybody in the room, is holding it in, gently holding it sacred. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's that. That community, that's the therapeutic benefit of yeah, community right that's there. That's what I was about to say is um, just the, it goes back to that community idea. Mm-hmm. And highly recommend if you haven't done a class, maybe start there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a good starting place. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you get to meet some of the people of the community, and you also are going to hear a little bit of the heart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It's uh, a great place to start. So, uh, other services, and then are we can spend a little more time with uh, the creative writing. Good. Cool. Oh. Um, we haven't talked about the massage. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have a goddess that works here. She's amazing. Definitely. Yeah. So, Shanna Weedle is our massage therapist, and uh, she's, yeah, I agree with Lisa. She's more than a massage therapist. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. she... <laughs> So if uh, if you've never had a massage, or if you've had the had a great massage and you really want a, a, an even greater one, um, it's um, uh, it it's a wonderful experience because uh, with Shanna you get more than just a massage. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also another person who um, really holds that space for people. She's um, 
uh, very talented and very committed to to her work. But she offers an integrative approach to massage, and she also uh, offers uh, craniosacral therapy um, as another option. Um, and that is kind of an energy-based mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. therapy that that works on calming and working with the central nervous system. So that's why it's called craniosacral. So you know the the um, central nervous system. And it's um, using different points, almost like acupressure points. And they're very similar to the hand positions that I use on your head on Reiki, the under Uh the eyes, the top of your head, and that sort of thing. They're energy Uh, points is what they are. Yeah, and that is a therapy that's very good with people who who have issues with pain and um, migraines Mm -hmm. and... Um, all all sorts of of, of pain issues. Um, then we also have recently added a new service. We are offering ionic foot baths, and Jenny is our practitioner. She's a Reiki practitioner as well, and mm-hmm. she offers these. and And uh, that's a very relaxing experience. And it's it is um, it's a a foot soak, a particular type of solution, and it's designed to draw toxins out of the body and it and it works with the acupressure points on the soles of the feet mm-hmm. and uh, which those those points are um, they're connected with various organs and different systems in the body so they're working to the kind of the way that um, that acupuncture works um, and uh, reflexology mm-hmm. um, and so she's doing great doing a great job um, she is also um, leading a, she's led a workshop on caring for the caregiver and uh, providing resources for people and and will be starting her support group. So we'll have a monthly support group mm-hmm. for people who are in caregiving positions Great. to come in and, and uh, be in that support of each other and to learn about resources that are available to them for their own self-care and other Right. ways Offer to support what they do tips and things yep. yeah because they get left to the wayside right so good yes. so mm-hmm. busy giving care not taking right. care of themselves right mm-hmm. and that that is um and so important because people who who end up in those those caregiving positions often do they often give 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 until mm-hmm. there's they're nothing so left. burned out there's nothing left and uh and that does nobody any good you know right. and that's one of two of our monthly support groups yes. as well we also have a um, life after loss mm-hmm. support group, and you know more about that than I. Yeah, so that is led by um, a life coach named Tanya Blaylock of with um, Lifehouse Coaching, and um, so it's a grief and loss uh, support group, and she's um, phenomenal with that. She's like I was telling you know, like I mentioned earlier that everybody here. Who's a who is an instructor or a practitioner has you know they're they're walking the walk themselves mm-hmm. and so she's she's got a great deal of experience both personally and professionally with with loss and uh, so she works with people um, in that support group for you know to to come to terms with not just to come to terms with with the loss but also to kind of help them move forward. Anything. So it's about you know creating community. that yeah that community mm-hmm. and, and, and moving forward and not just you know it's not just okay we're gonna we're gonna sit together and 
and talk about our loss, but we're also going to we're going to work together to move, to make some movement. Um, so beautiful, beautiful work there. Um, and in March, we're going to start a third one. Um, yes. To kick off Pride Week here in Starkville. Mm -hmm. On the 14th of March, we are going to have an LGBTQ and straight allies gathering. It's going to be similar in style to the Lunch with the Bunch in that it's a bring your own lunch right. atmosphere, but it's open to students. So middle schooler, high schooler, college students, we're doing it on Saturdays so that they can come. And I'm going to be kind of heading that up. We're going to have different speakers come in from the community to talk about resources for the LGBTQ community. Um, people who, what I'm kind of hoping is that people who have been further down the path can mentor some of these younger kids um, because there is a community here that's... Um, it's a very large community. It is. Yes. And we're, one of the reasons that we're doing the Straight Allies is for straight allies but also if you're not comfortable yet you can come as a straight ally and still have that protection right um so that's going to be uh the second saturday of the month mm -hmm. starting in march yeah. there you go and it'll be something that second saturday of each month mm -hmm. yeah. okay mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay. and yeah. it'll be different each time because like i said we're going to have different speakers in um i've talked to burt montgomery who's the pastor at ubc um, University Baptist Church, which is an affirming church here in Starkville. Mm -hmm. And um, I know at some point, not this coming first one, but at some point he's going to come and talk about the church and um, what kind of a community they offer. But again, it, it all comes back down to that one word, community. community. Mm -hmm. Right. I know just um, even in Columbus, uh, with some of the events that they put on there and uh I didn't realize how big the community was there. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that until, like, uh, I randomly started getting invites, and I was like, I didn't know I was an ally, but mm -hmm. I can support it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, seeing all that, because a, a lot of damage is done yes. to those yes. folks. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's needed. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's... That's what we see a lot of here is the the hurt, the wounding, mm -hmm. you know, both in that community and in spiritual communities and mm -hmm. religious communities, mm -hmm. um, and you know, all the way around. But that's but that's the power that community has to heal all of that. Right. right. You can't uh, you can't do it by yourself. Right. And we're not intended to. No. Mm -mm. Yeah, and that's, that's sometimes the lesson that people are here to learn. <laughs> and we also do have a lot of different workshops each month, and mm -hmm. they're listed in not only on our website on Facebook. Um, we also have, if you wander into our door, we have flyers up, and it's written on our chalkboards, and we have newsletters that list yeah. them. And they cover a wide variety yeah. of topics. Yeah, I was looking on, on the window out front, and of all the things upcoming, I was like, there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's cool to see it amping up. It's uh, it was a good time to find it. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm I'm glad to be getting a story out on what's what's going on here in Soulflower. I was really, really excited about this one. Is there anything else to add? I just wanted to say that I am so um, I just love how every practitioner and instructor, every guide here, really uh, brings their unique gifts and shares them and in doing so they give our community members 
permission to do the same, mm-hmm. yeah. to show up and, and, and be who they are and to, em, to embrace who they are, to embrace everything about themselves and just, you know, and, and then to, to share that mm-hmm. with the world. And, and I don't know, I'm, I'm inspired on a daily basis. Yes, absolutely. By, by all that everyone brings here. Yes, and one of the things that we say here a lot is nobody walks through our doors by mistake. And this is a place of tremendous healing. Whether you're seeking psychotherapy, hypnotherapy, or some other services that Mickey and Anna Karen provide, or if you're a little intimidated by that and maybe just want to learn how to heal yourself and um, just be a part of a community that recognizes we all have our things. We all have our issues. We all have areas that we need to grow in. But we've also all been through things. So maybe what I'm struggling with, you've been through and you can help me, but I can help you because I've been through some of the things or that you've been through. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Melissa, anything else? No, I just really appreciate you doing this. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. And so uh, ways to connect, ways to uh, um, just get involved social media wise website what are those links okay how do you find that all right so we are on instagram and facebook so just look us up soulflower healing arts studio um website is uh soulflowerhealingarts.com and uh you can you can uh contact us through both the website well all three of those Mm -hmm. you can contact us through those um through those different outlets um and you can stop by and just come in. in. I'm at yeah. the front desk um, Monday through Wednesday from about 9 o'clock until about 5. Um, Thursday and Friday are a little more uh, hit and miss because I, that's when I actually do my practice. But we, well, you know. And, and one of the things that I, I didn't mention I, I would like to throw in there is that we offer a membership option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so all of it, if you, you know, if you look at our social media and our website, you'll see um, our pricing for different events, um, you, you will see a member and a guest price. And, and so for a small membership fee of $15 a month, um, you can qualify for those for the member pricing. And also our mindfulness room that we are sitting in right now and our meditation room are available mm-hmm. on a drop-in basis. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, members can come in and just sit in here, yeah. chill. Grab a book off the <laughs> library shelf, that, that curl up a, on the couch. Uh, that's a great little thing to know because, like, uh, you know, when you told me, it's like, hey, anytime our doors open, if you take a lunch, bring your lunch, just come here and exactly. hang out. Exactly. And because, I mean, some days, you know, what's going on out there? Mm-hmm. It's like, because right when you walk through these doors, it's like, hey, that's done. We work we work really hard but yeah. really joyfully to set that atmosphere. Yeah. And to to make it a place that you feel like you've found a second home. Right. Yeah. And it's weird that the music ain't going. So like yeah. when you walk mm-hmm. in usually mm-hmm. like, yeah. the music and the music. smells are the first thing you're yeah. gonna notice. Yes. So uh yeah. well, all right. Anything else to add or subtract? I think that pretty well covers it but we would love to see um we'd love to see more people walking through our doors um and uh, uh i can tell you that we've got two ambassadors that jump up and down with for joy when they see <laughs> somebody new walk through the door yeah. <laughs> the only thing i would want to add about the meditation is that we actually offer various styles of meditation okay so if you're looking for like a guided imagery 
meditation where the, the guide is talking you through the whole experience, we have that. If you're looking for uh, with Kiritan meditation, which involves movement and chanting and, and maybe hitting a drum or shaking a, a rattle or bells, we've got that. If you want something that's a little quieter and more zen, uh, we've got a loving kindness meditation starting this month where we use the um, singing bowl, but there's no music and not a whole lot of talking. So we run the gambit from very participatory to yeah. just still. Yeah. So... All right. Well, thank you all so much. Thank you so much, Alan. It's really, I mean, it, it's a true gift for you to to get the word out for us. Yes. So thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. I was, I'm behind it. I believe in it. Thank you. And you didn't walk through the door by mistake. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're actually one of our superheroes here. So. <laughs> all right, guys. So come to uh, lunch Friday. Yes. News and notes. Thank you so much for listening to Porch Talk. And if you haven't done so already, I would ask that you would rate and review the show and subscribe. Um, leave a comment. Uh, let us know on YouTube or whatever app it is that you listen to on. If you haven't done so, follow Soulflower. The year is opening up for them, and that's a great way to stay connected and see what events are coming up for them. And I'm going to walk this thing on out the door with another song from... Justin Peter Kinkle Schuster or JPKS. Take heart, take care. So peace out.
Be scared. 